Welcome to Fourth Dram and Goal. We've got a special St. Paddy's Day edition. And we've also got the Switch 16, baby! It's tournament time. Grab a glass, put the game on mute. Let's take a listen. Let's do this. Welcome to Fourth Dram and Goal. I cannot tell you how stoked we are tonight. We are doing this St. Patty style. It's the NCAA tournament. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to get into some NFL news, and we are stoked. Dick, my co-host, we are here to party. What's up, Trammers? Let's fucking do this. Yeah, I may be four or five Irish car bombs in it, but hey, you know what they say in Ireland? If you're not Irish, fuck you. All right, Dick, lay in with some social media posts. All right, Drammer. So as usual, we want to make sure that you're keeping up to date with everything we have going on. We have our website, 4thramandgoal.com. That's 4thdramandgoal, all one word, dot com. You can always follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter at 4thdram. It's 4thdram. And then Facebook, 4thdramandgoal. You can find us on all of the podcasting streaming apps. You got Apple, Google, Audible, CastBox, Spotify, all the good shit. And if you can, rank and review us on any of those streaming apps, go do it. It's a good thing to remember that we really can't make this show any better without your feedback. Otherwise, it's just Kurt saying some dumb shit and me telling him no. So give us an email. Send us an email at fourthdramandgoal at gmail.com. That's 4thdramandgoal, all one word, at gmail.com. And without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about what we're drinking tonight, good sir. So, like I said, I've had five Irish car bombs because that's what we do on St. Patty's Day. You can't go wrong when you do that. Um, so we had a good conversation. You know, why not keep it simple? What else are you going to try on St. Patty's Day? And that's actually a pretty good question because there are several good Irish whiskeys out there. But let's be honest. When it comes to the day, when it comes to the day that the river is green and you're going to go and you're going to get that Irish whiskey, you're going to grab your some Jameson, because the cool thing is you hear about those drinks that they don't have in other countries, you know, like, what is it? Um, Dos Equis or, or um, what is it? We drink it here in U- the U.S., but they don't drink it over there. Maybe it's a German thing. Coronavirus. No, that's no, uh, not, not it. No, I don't think so, because no. we have that here. What the hell is Heineken? Oh, yeah. And they call it not Heineken everywhere else. Right. Okay. Anyway, but they really do drink. Oh, no. Jameson. You're thinking Peroni and Stella Artois. Ah, Stella Artois. Okay. Yeah. We um, call Peroni. I, I don't know. Actually, no. Means. We call it Stella Artois. They call Peroni. Okay. Whatever. Um, Isn't Peroni the Italian beer? Yeah. It's actually Stella Artois. They just call it Peroni over in Europe. But Stella Artois is Belgium. No, the one where they cut off the top. It's not yeah, that's. Yeah, it's Stella Artois. I thought it was the same shit. Uh, whatever. No, if you don't okay. know shit, that's the problem. Anyway, so uh, Jameson, they drink it in Ireland, and we drink it here, and we love it. So why the hell not? Why don't we do that today on St. Patty's Day? What do you think, Dick? Well, I don't think we can just drink Jameson. We have to drink some Guinness as well. Oh, I've already had a couple of Guinness. My moment number four. How many... Was that a Spanish accent? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm rocking with, though. <laughs> it's going to be out all night, people, because like we said earlier, St. Patty's Day is our favorite, favorite day of the year. And if you've seen our Instagram, we've already put a couple of pics out there. Um, so we have Jameson made in the great land of Ireland, uh, Dublin. 
It's uh, manufactured as the Iris Distillers. Can't get more Iris than that. Introduced in 1780. We've got 80 proof from their original Jameson Triple Distilled. And we're going to go ahead and give you a good taste on that. I'm going to go for it because, like we said, we're the everyday drinker. You can go get it any day of the week. Dick, what you sipping on? What's in your glass? So I stayed within the Jameson family, but I went a little bit different on you. I've already been drinking a few Guinness. So I actually had a bottle of Jameson cold brew laying around, and I hadn't really had it yet. But looking at it some more, we actually it says Jameson cold brew whiskey and coffee. Jameson Irish whiskey infused with natural cold brew coffee flavor. And I was like, man, this might actually be really good to drink. And so I started pouring me a little glass and then I started reading the label because it smells just like coffee and dark chocolate. Like it really does. This is only a 30 proof. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a 60 proof, 30% alcohol. So this is actually really light, like something you can put in your coffee and it won't kick your ass in the morning. So I'm going to try this tonight. Nice. Um, like we said, this goes back to our original concept, the everyday drinker. I mean, who the hell are you not going to just pour a glass and share with them on St. Patrick's Day? Um, like we said, it's exciting stuff in the sports world because it's tourney time. You've got to make your picks. It's free agency time. There has been some crazy things going on. Um, you know, Tom Brady taking a deal, Gronk coming back, the Buccaneers trying to run it back, the Cardinals and the Patriots making some big news. So we are going to get into all that right now. We're going to get into our second dram already. We're just going to keep it rolling because it is St. Patty's Day, and who knows how long before we pass out. Dick, let's keep it simple, man. What, what, what's been the most exciting thing that you've seen the last couple of days on the news? For me, it was a couple of different things. You've got the Tampa Bay re-signing of Gronk. You know, everything's looking kind of copacetic for what they're doing. But for me, it's almost been like this copycat syndrome that's going on with like Arizona. And then I'm not calling it copycat, but Patriots like went on a rampage signing people like one year, two year deals, re-signed Cam Newton. I mean, it looks like they're trying to make a legit contend. Like it looks like they're trying to make a legit run rather than just trying to throw Cam Newton into whatever Tom Brady left behind and saying, fuck it. So I don't know if it's the Patriots couldn't find something better on the market or what, but it looks like they're heavily investing in the next one to two years to make a legitimate run from the AFC standpoint. Uh, It's not a knock on Cam because I think there was definitely pre-COVID, you know, before he got diagnosed, he was showing some signs. I think Cam's like every other quarterback in the NFL. If you don't give him the supporting cast, like how good is he going to be? And I think they're working on that. They got the dude. He's on a deal. That was surprising. Uh, there, There's rumors circulating, you know, they're going to go for Deshaun. I don't think that's going to happen now that resi- they resigned Cam. And not only that, but what is Deshaun upset about in Houston? It was the hiring of New England personnel. So that would be very strange if that happened. But Nelson Aguilar, uh, uh, tight end uh, Hunter Henry today. That's crazy. You know, uh, Henry Anderson, Jalen Mills is their safety. Like, it's, it's, they're getting some dudes. It's Bill Belichick doing work. Now, let's keep, like, like I said, keeping it simple tonight. We've had a lot to drink, so we've got to keep it rolling. I mean, are you talking about a losing record team to, you know, AFC champs, AFC East champs beating the the Bills? Or are you talking about like, okay, maybe they get a winning record next year? 
I think they get a winning record. They get a wild card bid. I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. I just don't, I agree. don't see it happening. Um, some of the uh, the more interesting signings that we kind of sparked my memory. Tyrod Taylor got signed by the Texans. That was an interesting move. Um, for I think what one year, ten million dollars or something like that to be a backup. Maybe I don't know. That that was interesting. It looks like he's an insurance policy. Um, that's exactly and what then, it's going to be. Yeah, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick. Got his deal. Looks like he's going to be the starter up in Washington. I'm, I'm happy for him. And then, of course, you got the Bears going all in on Andy Dalton. All in on a guy who backed up Dak when he went down. Previous starter for the Bengals for a number of years. But showed some signs of life. But it just shows the Bears being the Bears, man. They're going all in on another Mitch Trubisky. So you 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 took off on me. There's there's a couple. Sorry, I've, I've got to catch like up. So we've been drinking. Go right. ahead. Um, so first quarterback you talked about before Fitzpatrick, you were talking about Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Um, Tyrod. The question. Guy, I just kept going. Ty, Tyrod Taylor is the guy that yes, if Watson wants to hold out, you have Tyrod Taylor. Um. If Deshaun Watson doesn't want to hold out, you have that mature backup that's going to be able to, you know, give him some input. Uh, definitely know, let him know about some of the hardships in the NFL because Tyrod Taylor has been through some things. Yes, indeed. Shot in the chest, you know what I'm saying? Um, Fitzpatrick, that was odd. I feel like the if there was a team that had some momentum going, it was the Washington football club. And I mean, made the playoffs unexpected. They did some things with Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. He's gone. Ron Rivera, you know, they had the different defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young. Um, so it's odd that if they're going to roll with it and they're going to say, okay, Fitz is our guy like that's strange because Fitz is not like we're going to go for the Super Bowl guy unfortunately it's not now if I don't know what their draft picks are you would have to remind me you would have to pull that up you would have to do a Joe Rogan and as I'm talking pull that up as in pull that up dick uh, <laughs> but I'm going to continue talking they had the 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 good backup last year Heineke correct uh, did some good things they re-signed him but it's it's weird. They already did the first like rebuilding year, so it's, you want to take that big step next. And we we love Fitzpatrick. He's a great guy, but he's the guy you bring in when you have another dude to mentor. Dick, breaking news: What do you have? They'll be drafting nineteenth uh, with the first round pick and fifty first with the second round. Pick. Okay, so that's not good either because I think you're talking about uh, you know Fields, Zach Wilson. Maybe even your Kellen Mond. I keep hearing he's going to Minnesota. Yeah, I think those guys are going to be off the board, so that's not good. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. Maybe they're laying some hairs in uh, free agency. Maybe there's somebody out there. I mean, it is a quarterback market, but a lot of them are getting signed up pretty quick. Um, can I can I just interject there? Can interject. Say, no. They're going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick next year because that is so Washington. So five hundred. If they're lucky, they they should have just kept uh... Alex Smith. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, 
Yeah, so that that will definitely be interesting to see. Cardinals. I actually went a different direction after that and went and talked about the Bears. That's right, Andy Dalton. The Bears are the Bears. They, I mean, I I think they're going to say our defense is going to be good. Our quarterback's going to be meh. Moving on, and that they're going to continue with that. That's that's what they're going to do. Fair enough. We're going to make the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman or Kyle Orton behind center. Let's go. Let's talk about uh, the Cardinals. You weren't there. Bears, 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 bears. Sorry, Irish car bombs. Moving on. The Cardinals. Cardinals big splash today. AJ Green. Dick texted me right away. He said, "Uh oh, look, they're doing the the Tampa Bay thing. We're gonna we're gonna aim for a year of success, maybe two, and that's it." But AJ Green's in a different situation. AJ Green's doing the classic, "Let me show you something." contract and I, I texted Dick that lots of injuries very quiet he needs to prove something before he can get that big contract so, he hasn't had a quarterback for three years right so let me go to Arizona let me line up across uh, across uh, from uh, DeAndre Hopkins not worry about the double teams let me catch some balls from Kyler Murray and, and, and do some things and then let me get that fat paycheck so that's Let's- what he's doing Let's talk about Kyler Murray real quick. I just want to like picture Okay, but this. let's keep it short. He can throw the deep ball to Hopkins all day. Hopkins is going to go up and get him. <laughs> Sorry. Now he's got on your you know wide receiver two, he threw the same thing to A.J. Green, dude. Like That's a defensive nightmare. Like Two long, lanky-ass receivers who can catch jump if balls. If A.J. Green is healthy, yes. Let's, I mean, let's say he is. Let's give him better for the doubt here. AJ Green is absolutely a great wide receiver to have. That's a fucking yeah. nightmare. And Christian Kirk's still there. Like that's that's wild. No, so it's, that's be a, be a it's, not, it's yeah, they just get some running back action. It's a win-win situation for AJ Green. I mean, for he sure. literally took a one-year contract at one of the places that you would want to do that. Um, so it'll be exciting to see. They got JJ on defense. Um, they're making noise too. I think. I think you think about it, the Patriots and the Cardinals are are definitely the ones that are sticking out in offseason signings. But the thing is, are they are they getting in Tampa Bay territory where they're turning into Super Bowl contenders? And I have not seen that yet. I haven't either, but they may not be done yet. That's very true. Um let's get into it. What's in that Jameson Cold Brew? What's on the nose of that glass there, buddy? You get uh, coffee all day, dark chocolate. I mean, it's literally infused with coffee, so it's very, very potent. A little bit of, maybe a little bit of oakiness back there, like woodiness, but maybe some light red fruit. But it's not overly complex. So that's that's probably about it. I already had some Jameson earlier, so um, I know what my nose hints are on, on typical Jameson, but I'm curious, Kurt, what are you getting, man? So, so Jameson has always been dangerous. I've, I've, I've matured through my whiskey tastings, but Jameson's always the one where it's like, you're going to spend 25 bucks and you're going to be in trouble because you can drink Jameson all night long, sip it by itself. I don't, I don't think a majority of people do that. Like not even me, we do the Irish car bombs. Uh, mix it with something, mix it with a soda, 
I remember a friend of mine came over uh, and he hadn't had Jameson before. Before I knew it, he had downed his third Coke and Jameson. And then he literally stopped mid-conversation and said, I have to get home now because I'm going to pass out. It snuck up on him. And that is classic Jameson. I will never, ever be like, oh, you know what I want a glass of? Jameson straight. That's just the truth of it. But if you're going to buy something to mix, this is definitely up there. I'm sniffing it. And I've got a very, like, if you ever left the box of white raisins out for a long period of time, and maybe you left them out in the sun for a little while, I'm definitely getting that. It's it's clearly not Scotch. It's definitely not American. It's it's Jameson, man. So it's hard, but it's hard to hard to really critique it. But yes, I got a faint, very very fermented box of white grape raisins. I think that's the thing about Jameson is it's hard to hate and it's hard to love, right? Like as a kid, it's, it's what you know. I mean, that's just get some Jameson, bro. And then as you kind of mature into your like whiskey tasting palate, it's not that it's bad. It's just that well, you, you've had you've maybe had too many bad nights. Right. You walk into this. any college town in America, what and you find that Irish pub, what's on special? Oh, Jameson. You're gonna get shots of Jameson. And and then yeah. if you're in college, you're like, oh, this is the good stuff. This is the fancy stuff. Let me pay two dollars and fifty cents for this. Like this is I'm drinking this and I'm like back in Lubbock, you know, I'm back in the one Irish pub. You know, um, so yeah, definitely. What what are you putting if you had to grade your glass? What's on the nose of your glass? It's so hard with like infused whiskeys, but I mean, if you take that away from it and you say, take it for what it is, it's a 60 proof whiskey. It's not flavored, so it's not like anything like screwball or anything like that. C plus. It's pleasant. That's good. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking of the guy who walks in the bar. I don't have E.H. Taylor. I don't have Blanton's. I don't have all the good stuff at home. I don't know whiskey. C. A rough C. I feel like rough Con- Conor McGregor's dancing in my nostrils right now. It's a, it's a C. You know, we haven't tried pro- proper 12 yet. I have had proper 12. Oh, you have. And I think it'd be proper that we don't fucking try that on the show. But I'm not going to... Compare that by memory to Proper 12. This right now? Yeah. Proper 12 was a bottle that I bought knowing it was not going to be good. And I actually... We we finished it and we were like, not bad. Not bad. Not good. Uh, I would not ever, ever if my worst enemy came to my house and I was like, Hey, you want something to sip on? Would never give them that. But if I'm going to do something like put an Irish car bomb together, or if they're one of the people like I drink with someone the other day, they were like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I could only drink whiskey with Coke. Perfectly fine. I would give them that because it gets the job done. And it, and it was actually, um, it was not surprising, but it was, it was delightful. Fun fact. Do you know how much money Conor McGregor's made off of Proper 12? 
155 million dollars. Oh fuck! Never mind. I do care. That's fucking awesome. If I'm Conor McGregor, <laughs> he doubled his net worth apparently, according to a uh, Maxim article that recently came out. Uh, Conor McGregor quote. By the way, I sent you my Irish car bomb video and favorite quote: Conor McGregor. I'd like to apologize to fucking nobody. Classic. I'd like to apologize to fucking nobody for my shitty whiskey, but it's making me a lot of fucking money. And on that note, we'll move to our third dram. <laughs> Think on dramas. All right. So third dram. We're just going to make this one segment, guys. We got March Madness. So my goal is to get this hammered out in the next two days before games start planning on Saturday. We've got the uh, playing games Thursday night. It's Wednesday night right now, obviously. Let's talk about like our biggest early round upsets that we picked. I'll kick us off. Early round upsets, when I look at the bracket that I picked right now, I, I usually go like 12s, 5s, beat, 12 beating. I usually go 12s beating 5s all day. And this year, I just could not bring myself to do it. So call me an idiot, whatever it is. I, we didn't keep up with college basketball this year the way we should have. I'll just be honest. Years past, I was watching two to three games a week. The biggest ones that I picked out, and I'm going to get Kurtz. Ha, <laughs> that's fucking stupid. I picked Colgate to beat Arkansas. I picked Virginia Tech to beat Florida, and I picked VCU to beat Oregon. Those are my biggest upsets that I picked in the first round. So Kurt and I are doing a, a bracket, and right now I can't see his because it hasn't solidified yet. I can still make some changes, but that's the way it sits right now. What about you, Kurt? What you got, man? So you say that I'm going to critique you. Okay, so joke's on you, Dick. Because I actually agree with you in a couple of places. I will not take Colgate over Arkansas. That is a pretty ballsy move. I went with Arkansas there. But bold move, Cotton. The funny thing is, I also took Virginia Tech to win their first round matchup. And I also took VCU to beat Oregon. How can you not pick VCU? Come on, man. You, you can't. But here's the funny thing. Um like with everything going on, all the breaks, all the the COVID, I actually took quite a couple other upsets myself. I did too later in rounds. Right. Um, so for instance, I'm looking at my bracket right now. I took the Wichita State Drake winner to beat USC. That'll be an 11 versus a six matchup. Yeah, and if Wichita State wins that before, they've proven themselves. I mean, they can win. Right. Um Nine over eight. That's not a big upset, but I took Wisconsin over North Carolina just to talk about some things. I took, like you said, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech over Florida. I took uh, Josh Pastner. I love Josh Pastner. I've watched him since he won a national championship as a walk on at Arizona. I took him at Georgia Tech to beat Loyola of Chicago. That's always a beautiful story with uh, the nun on the sideline. That's awesome. That's why uh, I couldn't pick it. I couldn't pick against Loyola because of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping for some some crazy things to happen in the first round. And I think they will because of how crazy this is this year is. Also, Georgetown, they're on momentum. They won the Big East tournament, surprisingly. I think they take Colorado in the first round and uh match up against Florida State in the second round. 
All right. So it's funny you say that. And I was only looking half the bracket when I told you I did take Georgetown over Colorado. The other upset that I took was Liberty over Oklahoma State. That's probably the ballsiest. Yeah, I can't go against Oklahoma State right now. They're playing good basketball. They gave Texas a good good game in the Big 12 tournament, and the Big 12 was... And they played Tech really good, too. Phenomenal. Right, and uh, we'll get to Tech, because I know you're probably thinking that Tech is, you know, my team, and I want them to be, but you never pick your team in the bracket, because then you're just jinxing them. For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, so I did want to just holler out that... Remember back when we had Keith on the show, and I said Texas is a basketball state now and you guys gave me shit about it and what state, shit. What state to... has the most schools in the ncaa tournament uh-huh yeah you sent me some map of like these 13 and 14 and 16 that's Dude, great that's fantastic ACU. acu is in the tournament I, but no evelyn christian has always been there i don't just because you have a bunch of higher seeds i don't think that means anything you know where you know houston had a phenomenal year Texas had a really good turnaround this year. Baylor's been consistent. Tech has been consistent. Are you saying that Texas is now a basketball state? Are you saying it just goes hand in hand with football? No, I'm saying Texas is more a basketball state than it is a football state. No, you shut your face. No. In college? That would, that would be a lie. That would be no. Would it, would it be? No. Would it be? Because really? they, because of this one year? It's not one year. It's been because you have a, because you what you have Texas Southern at what like a, a fourteen spot. Like you're gonna throw that in there. I mean, you can get defensive. You know it's true. I'm gonna get defensive because you want you know that's those are fighting words here in Texas. You're absolutely. Oh, I know they're right. fighting words, but it's I said it's a bold prediction in the beginning when we kicked off this season, and you and Keith. Well, I think Keith agreed with me. You disagreed with me, and then what happened? Like. Texas showed up what in basketball. Happened? Texas showed up in basketball. What happened? Texas showed up in basketball. Did they show up in football? They had a couple Did more Texas teams colleges this year? show up in football. Depends on uh, you look at other that. than AM. Oh, here we go. Other right. than AM. Other than AM. All right. So let's no, let's I think, pump you, the I, think it, I think if you can do this for a couple years in a row, or maybe you get a cut like four or five years, then you can start the conversation. But there is no way in the world that you're going to sit here and you're going to tell people, hey, Texas is a basketball state. I'll be the controversial one, but that's what I'm going to say. You may as well say Indiana is a football state then because Indiana had a good year in football. Mic drop, moving on. You can't pick a a state with two, with like two or three programs. There you go. No. Okay. So now you're arguing against yourself. The the state with a shitload of basketball teams. Should have a higher number of basketball teams. Like Thank Florida. you very much. Like Florida or California. How's Abilene Christian's football team? I don't know. I don't follow Abilene Christian football team. Point proven. You just proved my point for me. Thank you. You well, made I me did a very good debater. Point. You just made that thing where you're like, oh, well, there's a shitload of basketball programs. You know who you sound like right now where you just keep saying whatever you want to say over someone else to make yourself sound smarter? Wrong, 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 wrong. Don't go there. No. Okay. Right. We're gonna we're gonna move on down the road. All right. I'm gonna switch over this. I'm gonna skip over the sweet 16 segment we had. Let's talk about final four. Who's your final four and why? Well, thank you for proving that they're all Texas teams because Texas is a basketball state. They better not be all Texas teams, you homer bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I tell you what, give me your um 
Give me your west and your east. Let's start with no, that. No, I'll, no, I'll, no, no, no. You want I all four. Mine first. I did I want, not see yours. No, I showed you my my upsets in the, in the round of sixty-four. Uh huh. Now you show me yours first. Okay. Okay. Big big ones. Or we could do we could do we can do tit for tat if you want. That's why I'm saying give me your east and west. Let's go. Let's go. One, two, three. Shoot. I've got Kansas versus Michigan on that side of the bracket. I've got Iowa versus Michigan. Thank you. Why did you pick Kansas? Because I think their schedule works out pretty well. So they get Eastern Washington. And like I said, if I'm sticking to my guns, I think the Wichita State Drake, you know, versus USC. If Kansas gets them in the second round, that's an easy win. And then Iowa, that's a tough one. I just think the Big 12 was so good this year. They, they have the player of the year. Who? Luca uh, Luca Garza. Okay, and how many times has the player of the year been the dude that wins the national championship? At least a few. Like like who? Tyler Hansborough, whatever from NZ, right? You Did you had to pull something out of your ass like from over 10 years ago. Exactly. Am I wrong? I mean, he's good. I'm thinking Okafor is maybe the last guy that sticks out to me, but it's okay. it's, it's usually you know the Steph Corys, the Davidson know, represent. Like like those guys, unfortunately, they're the guys on their team, and it's a team effort. I take Kansas over Iowa. We and, didn't even talk the fact that like Duke and Kentucky didn't make it, but that's true. But we did talk about that a couple episodes ago. We, I, that was where I went back to the whole COVID was weird this year. If you're one of those teams that you rely on freshmen, there's the gelling part. There's not as much preseason, but it's kind of a hard argument because you can play basketball all year round. But then it's like, how long did those guys get to play as teammates? That's my theory. Go figure. Maybe ask somebody else, but that's what I think. I think the young teams that relied on freshmen hurt this year. Uh, somebody's going to email us and say, well, guess what? Baylor has a bunch of freshmen. I don't know. Maybe they do, but that's that's kind of what I have going on. Maybe they have a bunch of Brittany Griners on the team. We just don't know it. Brittany Griner was a badass. I she was a beast. Her punched the shit out of a Texas Tech player. <laughs> so who did you have Kansas beating? Did you have like Kansas beating Iowa going into like in the Sweet 16? Did you bring Iowa that far forward? Uh, no. Oh, okay. yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I had Iowa beating VCU. Okay, same uh, here. Sweet 16, losing to Kansas, and then okay. Kansas beating Virginia in the Elite Eight. Oh, you didn't even take Zaga to the Elite Eight? Why would I? Because they're the number one team in the nation and they're undefeated? So they're like every other Gonzaga team. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I stopped relying on Gonzaga a long time ago. You and I both. <laughs> I mean, what, what do we do? I had they, Iowa beating Zaga in the, in the, uh, the Elite Eight. So, you know, they play through their conference. They're the dudes. Uh, they were struggling with BYU for three quarters in the conference championship game. Or I take that back. Maybe it was the last game of the season before the conference. But I, I, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not going to put Gonzaga in the bracket and say, oh, they're going to win it all. No, okay. they've, they've 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 disappointed me too many times. All right. So you give me your Midwest and South. I have Baylor and West Virginia. I have Baylor and Illinois. 
I mean, we're, we're pretty good friends. And we're, we're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> who do you have Illinois or who do you have? Um, who did you have for Illinois? I have, I have Illinois beating Drexel. And then I have them beating Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech just won the ACC tournament. I think yep. Josh Pastner has them rolling. Oklahoma State's scary. Uh, I have Illinois beating them in the Elite Eight. Um, no, I'm sorry. I have them beating them in the Sweet 16. And then I have Illinois losing to West Virginia in the Elite Eight and West Virginia in the Final Four. See, I have San Diego State being West Virginia, Houston being San Diego State, and then Houston losing to Illinois. I have a lot of marbles in the Big 12 because if yeah. I've seen that conference play, and I literally I, have three of four teams from the Big 12. I feel I like you that. may have like a little bit of PTSD bias here. I'm going to call it right now. Like where you see a bunch of teams play really well and beat your team, and you're like, fuck, that team must be really good. And, no, and I, I've done it myself. That, just, I've done it myself. Just go through the top 20 rankings. I'm, I'm think, just think saying. Think of all these teams that were ranked, and that's because I don't have Texas in there. Yeah, fuck Texas. I can't. I, I got them to the third round of 32. I have them losing to BYU. Um, I have them. They have a tough, tough. They start with Abilene Christian, which we talked about. They have BYU, and they have Alabama. I have them losing to Alabama. I think they have a really tough road to get there out of these other teams. So agree. that's why they don't get there. Uh, and and they they lost to Tech twice, and they almost lost to them through a third time if it wasn't for a very controversial foul call. So I don't have them in there, but yeah, I have three out of four Big Twelve teams. I think we both agree that Tech should have won that that Texas game. We actually were recording when we watched that. All right, so who's in your national championship? I have Michigan beating Kansas, and I have Baylor beating West Virginia. What about you? Ooh, we kind of flipped on that. So we both have Michigan and Baylor in our final two or final four, but I've got my final two is Iowa and Illinois, and I've got Illinois taking it to Iowa. So yeah, we we definitely lose track on our national championship game. I have Michigan versus Baylor. I choose Michigan because I think they give me a very 2014 UConn Huskies feeling. You know, they had the new coach, Kevin Ollie. Michigan has Juwan Howard. He's very I mean, you saw him get ejected from a game the other day. He's he's some inspiration right there. You know, 2014 UConn Huskies, Kevin Ollie, Shabazz Napier, awesome, awesome run. Michigan gives me that feeling, and I think this is the year. They've been so close, so close with the game, you know, against Louisville and everything years ago. I think this is the year that they can pull it off. So I, I take Michigan – in the final against Baylor. Um, Baylor, I mean, the fact that it's kind of an asterisk. They made it out of the Big 12, but they had so many games because of COVID that went wrong. Uh, so maybe that means they're more fresh for this tournament run. I don't know, but that's how my bracket turned out, and that's how I'm going to go with it. Sorry, you said Jawan Howard and Michigan in the same breath, and I immediately thought Fab Five. Well, Was how it? can you not think Fab Five? Honestly, I, I hadn't thought Fab Five in a while. You said those names like, how did the, oh, that's how they correlate. Where's Chris Weber? I need to talk to him right now. And it's so sad that they, like, if you ever went back, I would give a Super Bowl to Dan Marino mm-hmm. and I would give a national championship to the Fab Five. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, if, if for anybody deserved it, it was Jalen Rose. I love me some Jalen Rose. What's not how can to you love? Not? How can you not? Uh, have you watched the uh, the the Young Rock 
on NBC? I have not. It's actually pretty know. legit. I do not want to dislike The Rock. Oh no, it makes you like him more. Trust me. Really? And, and yeah, they ha- it's kind of like interview style. And Jalen Rose interviews him in one of interviews him in one of the episodes. It's pretty funny. Um, and is The Rock actually in it? No, he's The Rock. Yeah, so he's The Rock running for president in 2024, and he's doing these series of interviews talking about his life, and he's telling like true stories about his life, but they're actually like like recreating them with other actors. It's actually not bad. It makes you kind of want the rock to be president. You heard it here first, the rock for president 2024. Well, that's uh that's real life. Um, yeah. So I want to call out like the reason I picked Illinois, they won the big 10 championship. They had Illinois basically star player put up on Instagram, a picture of him right now doing like the Kobe pose after Kobe won that NBA finals. And they're both sitting in the bathroom and they're holding the trophy. I thought that was pretty cool. And he said, essentially, Oh, that was him. Okay. I saw, I did see that. Yeah. I I saw that. I saw the pictures. That's cool. I mean, you, I mean, you're telling a kid to tug at my heartstrings a little bit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Living out his dream. And then, and then like remembering to throw it to the good ones. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, No, I I, I want Michigan. (sighs) So here's the, here's the elephant in the room. I love tech. I still, I still, I mean, the last time I sat and watched a whole college basketball game, it was the Virginia, Texas tech national championship. They were up by, you know, three less than 30 seconds. It hurt. It hurt real bad. That was a heartbreaker for me. It was. So I think they're a hell of a team this year, but it's so hard to, you know, they, they got, they've got a rough, they they've got a hell of a start. They've got Utah State. That is not easy. They beat Utah State. They got to play Arkansas, SEC like number three ranking, and then I think they get through that. I'm hoping they get through that, and then I have them uh, beating Ohio State. I mean that's a pretty good run. That's a pretty solid run. And then boom, you got to play Baylor from the Big Twelve. It's it's tough. That is very tough. I remember that night. You know, it was weird. I was nervous all day. I was nervous all day, and for a game you weren't gonna play. Exactly, it was so weird. And and they were up, and it was awesome. And then you try to do the whole like it was a great run for a couple of days, but it sucked. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was hurting because I wanted it so bad for Lubbock and, 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 you know, the university and Chris Beard. And I think they'll have a great, great tournament. I just, it's a hard road in front of them and I hope they get to Baylor. And if they were to make it all the way, I would be there screaming my lungs out supporting them. And that would be awesome. But like I said, you don't pick your team to win the tournament because odds are against you. So at the end, if they make it further than you thought, it's a celebration. So that's what I'm going to leave. Uh, the whole tech I- ideology on for that. I love it. I love it. And, you know, speaking of tech, speaking of like Texas traditions, speaking of traditions, let's talk about St. Patty's Day traditions. I want to talk about what are your favorite St. Patty's Day traditions in a normal COVID free year where. You're gonna like, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do today. I have the day off. It's spring break, or you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna call in on a Wednesday. I think that's pretty much what uh, Jameson pushed 
the entire time was take a Wednesday off. Can I give you my new tradition? Giving my palate first before we get into the fourth ramp. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, let's uh, let's ratchet back into that tradition. Here we go. That's the uh, Aggie way. What do you got on this cold brew? You get some hints of like traditional whiskey flavors from the same point of like Irish whiskey, like there's sweetness there. A lot of coffee liqueur, very Bailey like. Um, I I would venture to say if you took the creaminess and like the milkiness out of like a Bailey's, that's what this is. Um, it's like drinking higher proof Bailey's. So, and not bad, not bad. How I much mean, was it? I want to say this bottle is in the thirty, thirty-five dollars okay, range. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll get into that more. You know, when I give we give our final review. Yeah. So, yeah, but what's your grade there? Grade C plus. I'll say this about it: out of all the finished or flavored whiskeys i've had if you look at something like, i'm just using screwball as example right um or squirrel whatever the fuck it is those peanut butter whiskeys their proof is typically around like the 60 proof maybe 50 something proof this is a 60 proof i'd much rather drink this because i love coffee and i do like coffee cold brew um and i love bailey's so it's all the flavors i like it's just some nitro brew. exactly so I, I would say if you're gonna drink this you could drink it straight all day if you want, but probably the best way to drink it, not in Coke, it's probably to go and put it into your your afternoon coffee or hell, if you're a, a real fighter, put it in your morning cold brew. Or are your dessert Irish cream coffee. So grade was a... C plus. C plus. Okay, so... See, like I said, Jameson's tough because I don't drink it by itself. I, I and I, I don't want to drink it by itself probably much after tonight. But it's smooth, it gets the job done. I'm gonna keep it short, simple. When it comes to the the flavors on it, I mean the description is a smooth Irish whiskey made with John Jameson way since 1780. Cool. I taste the barrel. That, that fermented white grape is actually in the flavor, too. And that's what I'm getting. I'm going to go C plus on the palate. Put it this way. You know what? I'll save that for my last. I'll save that for my overall review. Back to the St. Patty's Day tradition. Yep. What you got, Dick, with your fancy Shimansi shirt? I'm wearing a fancy, fancy, oh, me lucky charms shirt. Um, I don't know, man. Like it really depends on the year. Like this year I went to work. I did my thing at work. I wore my, my shirt, you know, in a, in a COVID world, still working from home. I've got my literally bright green shirt with lucky charms all over it. I typically wear green at work. Typically try to bring the Irish flair. I mean, I'm, I'm super Scots Irish, like 50%. And then the other 50% is white English boy. The, some of my favorite traditions though, are not so much watching like all oh, leprechaun or something like that. But what popped on before we started recording is The Quiet Man with our boy John Wayne, one of my all-time favorite movies. And it's really, you watch this entire movie, much like another one of my favorite movies, which is 
a few good men. You watch the entire movie to set up for a story for one fight at the very end of it. And that's, I don't know, man, like getting drunk, drinking Guinness, drinking some Jameson, doing some car bombs and watching one or two good Irish based movies. The quiet man's probably my, my choice. And then how can you not listen to the blackguards, right? Listen to dropkick Murphy. Like you're listening to just Irish rock music that you don't listen to like the other 364 days of the year, unless it just pops on. You're like, Oh, that's a fucking good song. So I don't know. just like kind of embracing the green, man. That's that's my series of traditions, and maybe I took them all. But what about you? No, you're 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 pretty close. Uh, you know, I talked about it in the last episode. St. Patrick's Day is the day for me. As I've gotten older, I I party hard St. Patrick's Day, and then my 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 birthday takes a backseat because it's not that far after. Um, I always buy the Irish car bombs. And over the years, I have definitely been very reasonable. Uh, you're going to slam these. So there's no need to buy, you know, some fancy schmancy stuff. Usually I'll buy the uh, Guinness, no doubt. For the Irish cream, I don't need Bailey's. I don't need the expensive stuff. I get me uh, St. Brandan's, uh, you know, $11 bottle that, that takes care of the Irish cream. And then I don't usually have to buy Jameson, but I, I bought that this year and, and I use that to top them all off. And I, I, I have, I have me some Irish car bombs and I always drink the first one listening to dropkick Murphy's I'm shipping up to Boston that if, if you've seen the departed, you know what I'm talking about. I always have an Irish t-shirt on. I bought a good one this year. Ireland four leaf clover with the flag. It's not as fancy as yours, my friend. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a good old time because I'm usually on you know vacation. I've got the kids. I make sure I have that day put aside. Me and the wife wake up. We throw on the green. The kids are on the green. I buy the food dye. Very easy. I you know the food coloring. You buy a lighter beer. So it looks better. Drop in one drop and you're good to go. You've got your green beer. and It's just a good time. If you're talking Irish movies, you can't not mention Boondock Saints. I love Classic. the Boondock Saints. Uh, watched it many times. We've watched it on St. Patrick's Day. I've almost gotten the tattoos on the arms, but I'm a giant puss, so I have not done that yet. We don't do... Are you talking about... It? Equitas Veritas? Yes. The uh, uh, Ari's Virgo. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Irish food. That's a hard thing, man. That's a hard. If you got some potatoes, I guess that's a good thing. Potatoes and cheese? Yeah. No, I had pizza today, so I guess that's, you know, maybe. Um, but no, that's, that's, that's usually it. The, I think the, the main thing is you have a good time, and we had that. I will not just be drinking Jameson. I've had some other good whiskey today. I had a bottle of E.H. Taylor Small Bitch, which was delicioso. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't have you can't have a bad time on St. Patty's Day. Did you hear about the guys that I, I didn't read the whole article, but apparently the city of Chicago said we are not dying the river green this year. No, they still did it. And some private people on their own boat said, uh-uh, hold our beer. Hold our Irish green beer. We're going to die this bitch. So, yeah, no, I did hear about that. Fun fact, though, like the, the green dye 
So like I, I sent Kurt here, my, my, my genealogy, right. From ancestor DNA. I'm, I'm like super scotch, but also like a good amount of Irish too. Um, I am actually allergic to green food coloring. So all the green food coloring stuff you've talked about, I can't do. Why? Okay. Hold the phone. How did you find that out? When I was in first grade, um, my teachers decided it'd be fun to make dye green eggs and ham green or eggs and ham green for green eggs and ham by Dr. Seuss, which hashtag cancel culture. My teachers decided to dye our eggs and ham green for green eggs and ham by Dr. Seuss. And yeah, we came home broken out hives. There's so many things that I think are going on there. First off, you shared eggs with an entire class. Who knows what time you ate them at? You had ham. Who knows who touched the ham? It's what it's what the doctor diagnosed me with when I was a kid. And so. Out of all the things that got blamed there, besides the 30 little minions touching the food and sharing it, the green dye is the culprit. I'm going to be honest, man. I don't know if I believe that's what it is, but that's what I was told by the doctor. When my mom was told by the doctor and I don't want to chance it again. So the green, the green beer is not worth it for me at this point. So what if I gave you a red dye beer? Allegedly, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. That's bullshit. You are. We are going to, you need to go get green food coloring and stop being a little batch. Cause I think that's, I think your doctor was A, at the end of his shift, or B, at the end of his career. He was ready for retirement. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's the green food coloring. All right. If you do it with me and then promise to take care of me when I'm broken out in hives, fine. I I, I, I will drink some right now. I think that's – I don't even know how to fathom that. You you literally have had green food coloring without knowing it in the past 25 years. Maybe it's a concentration thing, man. I it's probably on your shirt right now. Like, that is – I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, another fun thing. We talked about the departed. My wife and I had a conversation about desert Island movies and the departed is on one of those. And when I brought it up to my colleagues, Quick question, what is yep. a desert Island movie? If you're an office fan, it's a conversation. They have like one of the early episodes in the first season and they all get the big five movies like desert Island movies. These people essentially like want to watch, you know, dirty little secret movies. But the conversation is no, if you can only watch five movies for the rest of your life and you're on a desert island, you have a DVD player apparently or an internet connection, but you can't get off this island, what movies are those? And one of mine is The Departed. So when I brought this up to my colleagues, one of my colleagues is like, that's a, that's a sad movie. I'm like, how is it a sad movie? Like, Marky Mark gets revenge in the end against Matt Damon. Like, how is that a sad movie? Like, it's justice. It's justice. It's not a sad movie. It's a action-packed movie. And he's like, "Well, Anthony Anderson dies." I'm like, "That's one character." Of the, like Anthony Anderson is what he got out of that movie. <laughs> exactly. I was like, "How that how is that what you got?" Needed to stop after that. You it was, and I was like, <laughs> "So I can." I mean, you, uh, this is rapid fire. I could already right, Goodfellows, uh, Gladiator, Hoosiers. Uh, I don't know if I'd go Departed. I'd probably go Godfather. I'm that big of a mafia movie. And then five. Ooh, that's good. Uh, you need something funny. You need something funny. Need something funny. Uh, big Daddy. I love Big Daddy. You so funny you say that. Big Daddy. Because I'm Goodfellas, Departed, and my 
funny is Waterboy. Yeah, see, I don't know. I think when I think Adam Sandler, it's always Big Daddy. It's always Big Daddy is like perfect. Uh, I, I'm not. I love Waterboy though. And then another one is Replacements. And then I can't remember my fifth one. But I had Goodfellas, Departed, an Adam Sandler movie, and then um, Keanu Reeves and the fucking Replacements, dude. That's not a bad list. I'll give that. But that was good. That was a quick fire. That's what I thought of. All right, my wife's correcting me from the other room. Um, it was Departed, Goodfellas, A Few Good Men, The Replacements, and Waterboy. That's what it is. A Few Good Men. That's yeah. I, You can't handle the truth, right? That's what I'm saying. It's a lot like Quiet Man. Like You just had this entire movie leading up to one fight scene at the very end, just like Quiet Man. It's funny you say uh, The Replacements. Sheen Hackman is probably my favorite serious actor of all time. Yeah, love, they did I, the replacements. I love Gene Hackman. Okay, so in the St. Patrick's fashion, you know, we're trying to keep this while we've got everything together and keeping it together. What's your overall rating on that glass there, Dick? I think if I remember right, I said C plus and C plus. I'm going to go C plus. I'm going to stay with you there. I'm going to go C plus. One of those things you fried Jameson's, Jameson over the years. You've had some really, really good things. So it can't be any higher. I will not. It's given me too many good times to give it a D. Um, so, yeah, I think I agree with you there. Can I ask you a question? You may. Where, I need where, an answer. where does this stand next to Darling of the Rodeo? Sweetheart of the Rodeo? Sure, that one. Hand in hand, very similar funk, strong. Uh, if anything, Jameson gets the edge because of the price, but very similar. You just got to tell her to wash more. Ugh, I just think of Rose from the Titanic. I don't know why. All right, so I think that kind of gets us across the goal line. Um, Kurt, why don't you head go ahead and kind of recap everything, and we'll uh, go ahead and close out tonight. Absolutely. We opened up with some football moves that were going on across the league. The Patriots are doing big things. The Cardinals are doing big things. We hope it gets more exciting from here, a little bit of fixed magic. Um, we also shared with you our brackets. We gave you who we are predicting to win. We'll up that, update that as we go. And I believe, Dick, the next episode will be our – Texas blind from March Madness. What do you think? Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. It better damn be. Well, that's what we got for you. Moving on to the social media outlets. Dick, one more time. Lay it on us, big boy. All right. So, Drammers, as Kurt said, don't forget to follow us on the socials. We have the uh, 4thramangle.com. It's 4thdramangle, all one word, at .com. You can really follow us there for any Instagram follows if you want to do that. Also, listen to the latest podcasts are being released. Instagram and Twitter, we're 4THDRAM. It's 4th Dram. And then Facebook, of course, follow us there. If you want to get in direct touch with us, go shoot us an email. We're 4 goal at gmail.com. That's 4THDRAMANGOAL, all one word, at gmail.com. And as we said before, tell your friends about us. We're on all the podcasting and streaming services. And if we're not, tell me. I'll fix that. That includes Apple Podcasts, Audible, CastBox, Podcast Attic, and Spotify. And without further ado, Kurt, go ahead and hit him up with that quote, sir. Yes, absolutely. But I've got to mention this because we're talking about Irish. Have you ever seen the sitcom Moon Boy? No. Do it. 
Okay. Irish sitcom, Irish comedy. Anyway, I had a, I had a sidebar there. But once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending this wonderful St. Patrick's Day with us, even though we will release this after St. Patrick's Day. We wanted to do an episode because we enjoy having our best days with y'all. So please reach out. Please let us know what you're thinking. Please hit us up with a question. Be the news for us. Be our Adam Schefter. If you've got some sports news, throw it at us. But since it is St. Patrick's Day and I've got to hit you up with a, an Irish quote, as Dick's famous uncle, Barry McCockenhurst, once said, there are only two kinds of people in the world, the Irish and those who wish they were. To Dick's famous uncle, we thank you. <laughs> to the next snap and the next dram. Drink on, drammers. Drink on, drammers.